Episode 9 has incense burns, and I am your humble host, Sean P. Wrights. And in this installment, we'll delve into matters of the heart. And no, no, I'm not a love doctor. I'm not giving relationship advice or things of that sort. That's that's not my skill set. But I'm talking those different frequencies. And I remember putting together this piece and 2018 and often we make the mistake of offloading that which we hold inside to the first available vessel and In this reflection here, I just delved into toxic people. And we've all have borne witness to toxic people. And we've all have been a toxic person at one time or another. But toxic people are a cancer of the spirit. And I've learned that refusing to protect your heart is the most virulent form of cowardice. One of the most difficult lessons, a lesson that I'm still in the process of learning is knowing when to push back against the mirages. Seeing that which doesn't exist can stymie our growth. We can choose to evolve or tumble into the void of regression has. There isn't a middle ground. I've been guilty of seeing people for who I wanted them to be. But sometimes accepting people for who they are means leaving them where they are. so that we can continue evolving. Now, leaving people where they are shouldn't be interpreted as abandonment. In fact, in many instances, it should be acknowledged for what it is, an act of love. But sometimes love is unrequited we don't get it back pledge and fealty to ourselves is often a path that we neglect to embark on because our naivete convinces us that we can always come back to ourselves we can do it later ah come back to that but we exist on borrowed time with the guarantee of no guarantees. This earth ain't our home. One of the most important survival strategies for protecting our heart is reaching an understanding that measuring others 
by the standards that we hold for them is simply emotionally, spiritually, and intellectually dishonest. Becoming a victim to this can breed a resentment that can engulf the unwilling. It'll just eat you up inside. But consider the the dance, the choreography of the planets orbiting the sun, the earth being one of them. All of them, they move in concert, never intruding on the path of the other celestial bodies. The earth doesn't convince the other planets to share its orbit. We don't even need to get into the astro dynamics or the particulars of that. Why? Because the result will be cataclysmic. The same logic replies it really applies to people in many respects. Rotate on your own axis in your own orbit around the sun your truth so that you can support your life because you have to speak truth to the person that you have to spend every day of your life with yourself now we we often search for love or adoration with misplaced expectations thinking that it'll be neatly packaged for our ready consumption like cold cuts or things of that sort it isn't it won't be hoping for as much as a fool's errand a common misconception a a common thing that we do I guess it's a default setting you know for human beings is that we we can relegate the complex to the realm of the simplistic sometimes that doesn't work because sometimes it it overflows the borders that we try to constrain it in a square peg will never fit into a round hole and love is the very thing that this phenomenon falls victim to we treat protecting our heart as an afterthought instead of a survival strategy love is an essential element of our humanity and at the time of this writing I said you know that that this is the very thing that separates us from the animals three years later I'm not sure about that so much has happened But love is energy. Consider this.
the first law of thermodynamics, also known as the law of conservation of energy, it states, energy can neither be created nor destroyed. Energy can only be transferred or changed from one form to another. Could it be that if we were able to apply this equation against what we think we know about love, that the clarity that we assume isn't ours to be had could finally be within our grasp. We walk this earth on borrowed time, eventually bearing witness to losing those whose love has served to define us. brings in mind something my Uncle Calvin told me at a, a home going for a family member. And I was despondent. And he came over and he told me and he asked me, he was like, what, what you think? Shit. You thought we was going to get out of here alive? And we mourn. But should we? Energy can't be destroyed, can it? That's what propelled the laughter from my uncle because he knew that to be true. can stay in the same neighborhood has protecting your heart because gratitude lives in that same neighborhood it's the same frequency you can't have love without gratitude that said Juneteenth is upon us it isn't here at the time of this recording but we're gonna pivot into that because we're gonna get an early start on it my old man always said I was ahead of my time so I'm just gonna be ahead of the Juneteenth soliloquies but this is This piece here, this uh, piece of gratitude, I actually wrote this in 2019 and it was at this point that I had uh, accepted my role in telling these stories and keeping the 
torch lit. But this piece was called Juneteenth, A Letter to the Ancients. Juneteenth. While some may relegate it to the confines of the obscure and deem the shoulders on which I stand as faceless people from long ago, I don't have that luxury. I have to keep the torch lit. As those faces stare back at me with the weight of purpose. I did not have the honor of meeting you all, but the universe seems to have told me otherwise. Whispering compelling affirmations that you have made my acquaintance before. From the edges of age photos, your gazes have met mine and given a mandate. One that I struggled to elude, but it was not to be. But like Jonah, duty enveloped and granted redemption by allowing me to be spat out under the condition that I keep the torch lit as I follow those tangled web of history that allowed me and my elk to be. You persevere. So that we could be. And I thank you. We thank you for your heroism. I've wondered about your thoughts, freedom, as you swirled about in the tumult. Rejecting no notions of chattel. Some of you taking up arms as soldiers in civil war to affirm your humanity in the face of the inhumane. I've walked the grounds of the monument that has your name inscribed on it. To the ancients, I am equal parts humble humble honored to be be of you and I promise to continue telling the stories of our people until the almighty calls me home I keep the ancients close but I am happy to report that I have found your children the legions in the form of my cousins aunts, my uncles, and that resolve, that resolve that allowed you to thrive. I see all of you in their eyes, knowing that you have governed our steps. We love you because we are you. We are the children of those who refuse to die.